Put it there, boy, and we'll show these fascists what a couple of hillbillies can do. So I don't know, they uh, turned off the uh, studio speakers for some reason. Uh, you can only hear it on the, the headphones now. So you're saying it's playing right now, but it's I'm pl- not oh, yeah, hearing it's, it? It's playing, you're not hearing it. Oh, that's great. I missed my intro. I you missed your mi- intro. It's, it's happening, though. It's mm, happening, though. Yes, yeah, it's going to be a great day. <laughs> it's, and it's just getting started. And it's just getting started. All right. Welcome to all you fascists. All you fascists. For now, we'll get into that later, right? Oh well, not not today. Not today. Not today. Uh, but we're here to talk about well, all the stuff that we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Just making fun of you a little bit. No, um, yeah, uh, they're really doing it. Yeah, uh, finally, Pelosi. Uh, there's a there's a there's a quote by a, a French. Um, Person, 18th century French politician. Uh, do we say Frenchy still? Can you say Frenchy or is that not? No, no, okay, never mind. Frog, I think, works though. Wow, okay, continue <laughs> anyway. So, uh, wow, he said, There the people go, and I must follow. Okay, for I am their leader. Pelosi said this, no, but. This sounds like Pelosi. I see. You don't know who the guy was that said it? Uh, Some Frenchy name. Again, now you you said it. (laughs) I thought we weren't supposed to say that. This. They're doing it. How politically correct is this show? They're doing it. Yeah, they are. They are. They're really doing doing it. it. And I think they'll impeach him. Okay. Let's talk about the process here a little bit. Yeah. Now what now now what we have is a formal inquiry, yes. That's where we're at right That's now. That's where we're at now. So they haven't filed for articles of impeachment yet or they have or they're about to. Uh, well, okay, so the issue of all the issues that there there might be, uh I mean, you know, the I mean some of these some of these uh, representatives came in uh promising to impeach the mother humper. <laughs> right? paraphrasing keeping it real classy (laughs) yeah okay they came into office yeah with right right. yeah with that with an agenda of impeachment he'd already been in for two years though so there was plenty to talk about okay children in cages is the one that gets me sure but that's not the straw that broke the camel's back. no it isn't uh it's a crime against humanity as sure as uh who's let's see the uh, head of the UN said it. Uh, right. the, the last uh, Nuremberg prosecutor alive. He's ninety nine or something. He says it. Right. Uh, Amnesty International says it's a crime against humanity. Still not enough though to, to get this going. Apparently not. Apparently, but in the last couple of weeks now. So whistleblower. Okay, we got a guy come forward saying that. Uh, uh, Trump uh, used coercion, mm-hmm. uh, 
threatening to withhold funds that Congress had voted for the okay. use of Ukraine. Uh, did and, shut it off, actually. Yeah, right? did. Yeah. And um, unless he would help him get dirt on Joe Biden. Joe Biden being the big threat, I guess. I guess. Right. I'm thinking probably not, but well, it's a waste of time going after Bernie Sanders. I don't think he, I don't think he views Bernie Sanders as a legitimate threat. So I think Joe Biden would be the the name on the list. Then isn't that hilarious? I think that's very funny. Yeah, in and of itself. But I mean, so he so he goes to the Ukraine. He says, "Okay, look, I cut off the money. You know, and I need some help with this." And so, actually, the story about uh, Hunter Biden. Getting this job in Ukraine on on uh, fuel, uh, an energy board, right? Um, and some conservatives are saying, "Well, you know, why is he qualified to do that?" Hmm. Uh, and uh, so, and then the it's getting prosecuted. This company, and because Joe Biden's son is on the board, uh, pressure on the Ukraine from uh, Obama. Okay. Okay, or from from Biden himself. I I, I, don't, I haven't heard anybody saying it's Obama. Well, doing I, it. I listened to the speech the other day that that he that he gave. I guess the same time the whistleblower was uh, was giving his speech. Yeah, uh, impromptu press conference. Um, and he definitely seemed to be that. That seemed to be the reasoning he was using. Uh, you know, why are you after me? for this because you know x y and z also did something similar and he was naming off senators who publicly had threatened the ukraine or something like that it seems like it's an interesting really defense which is well other people did it right it's not wrong and other people did it seems like the defense which he does a lot sure uh you know I didn't do it, and if I, didn't I did, do it. it wouldn't be a crime. I didn't do it. It's not a crime, but somebody else did it, and it's a, it was a crime when they did it. Wow. It's interesting. So anyway, the situation was investigated several years ago when it happened, uh, 2006 or something like that. Right. It was, it was investigated, and uh, they came away with, eh, there's nothing here. I see. So he's going way back for this one. Going way back. Fundamentally, what is wrong with asking a foreign government to use their spy apparatus to spy on a political opponent? What, I mean, just for the layman, what, what, why do we want to discourage that? <laughs> is what I'm wondering. Right, exactly. So there good, must be some reason it's wrong. Good question, because a lot of people seem to be challenged. Like, what happened here? What, what, why is that bad? So, well, one, there's the coercion. Um, right. Of, the withholding uh, of the withholding aid. of the right. of the aid, right. um, and so so that's a that's a problem. Okay, um, he's you're not subverting to, Congress. You're on not that supposed one. to do that. Okay, and then invite a uh, a, f- a foreign country right to interfere. Okay, in a U.S. election. Okay, plus. Uh, He's using his office as president hmm. to get this I see. skullduggery done. Oh, I see. Okay. So there's like ba- basically three elements to so it. So there's a few few bad things here. Yeah. You want to avoid all three of these things. Exactly. I see. And, and I think the the big one is using the office of the, of uh, the presidency to uh, to for a political purpose. Okay. Don't do that. Don't do saying. that. Yeah. I see. Well, I mean. 
Now, now, do you equate this the same as breaking into Democratic Party headquarters and robbing? I mean, is this is this on par with with Nixon's violation? You think? Or yeah, absolutely. I, I'd say probably. Well, it, it worse, better. I don't know. That's that's a tough call. But I'd say it's probably worse. Right. Um, because Nixon kept it in the country, at least the break in. Right. This is this is this is the issue that I have with this is. The political climate that we're in right now in this society, it's very, very difficult, it would seem, for people on opposite sides of the aisle to to come together for any reason uh, to discuss anything. Exactly. Um, Now we have, you know, it's going to be easy to paint this as sour grapes if you're if you're on the right the right side of this uh, on the right wing. I'm saying it's going to be easy to paint this whole exercise, and that's what they've done so far. Well, what do you mean? I'm saying calling this a witch hunt, saying that you couldn't defeat him in a, in a general election, so now here we are uh, with with uh, the, the next term coming up, and now we're going to do this at the end. Uh-huh. Like, like a, well, just a way to denigrate somebody, a stall technique, a way to, a way to mess him up as a candidate. Sure. Maybe, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, It'll be yeah, yeah, easy yeah. to I, sell that idea. Right. Okay. Then on the left side of the aisle, you have people that are saying, well, finally – Finally, we're going to we're going to get him. And and like you said, people came in at the midterm with with the the goal of doing that. How is this going to play out? Well, you also have people, uh, especially. Well, you and, and I'm hearing this from centrist Democrats the most is that it this will it's a bad idea because it will galvanize uh, support. Yes. For Trump. Absolutely. That's very dangerous. Now, they're already dug in like ticks. But this is going to dig him in even further. His base. His base. Will it? So here's the question then. Will it increase his numbers? Will it increase sympathy for him in in numbers, not in, you know, okay. make me more sorry So now for we're him. talking about moderates, right? We're talking about that group of moderates. What are they going to do? How are they going to react to this? Okay, okay so I read a, a piece on uh, from one Republican who say, and he did this anonymously, so you know who knows. But according to this story, he said that if if uh, there was a secret vote on impeachment in the Senate mm-hmm. for conviction, eighteen Republican senators that he knows of would vote to oh, okay. convict. Okay. If it were a secret vote. Oh, that's but great. If it weren't, you know, so, and it isn't. So if they weren't cowards, then they would vote. That's what that's what he's saying. Basically. Well put, sir. Well put. Well, cowardice is the backbone. <laughs> it's the grease that keeps the whole thing going. Apparently, <clears throat> I'm just wondering. Let's see. You take that 10 percent of moderates, right? And that's who you're battling over in this election. They're going to go one way or the other. And how many of them are going to see this impeachment as a as a defining moment and 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 load in on the Democratic tickets or? How many of them are going to be put off by this? Like, here we are bogging the government down again for two years. We already went through this with Clinton. It was a waste of time. And now here we are doing it again. Could this turn off some moderates? Okay, so I think the distinction has to be made, too. Uh, When Republicans move to impeach and when Democrats move to impeach, there's entirely different motivations involved. Absolutely. And different animals in terms of the crimes, obviously. Right. You know what I mean? So 
the Republicans are going after Clinton for lying about oral sex. Yes. That was the deal. Yes. Uh, and it only did increase sympathy and support for Clinton. Yes. He had his highest approval ratings during that period. Are we running the same danger here? Keep in mind his base, they're not going to they will not hear, they will not entertain another thought beyond witch hunt. That's it. It's a one it's a one word stamp. Boom. Anything to the negative about that man. Honestly, yes. I I I think that's true, but I think I don't think he increases numbers that way. Uh, I'm worried about moderates because I think people in this country are worn out by this process. This 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 political partisanship, this mm-hmm. fighting, we're worn out. I think that's true, too. We're worn out with them fighting, and we're worn out fighting with I, each other. I do think that's true, uh, and I, and which gives me some hope that you know people will chill out a little bit. You know, and I don't think this is going to help people chill out. This is going to be ugly. Especially if it gets to the point where they're going to go through this meaningless exercise. I say meaningless because it will be a historical footnote. It, he will not get impeached. It will not go it's all the way through. Quite unlikely that he'll be convicted okay. in the Senate. Yes. So what we've done is do like a we've had a, a we're going to have like a six month conversation about him about this is what happened last so time to get him elected. Many of us. It's free press. Many of us think that. This president is heinous. Okay. He's the children in cages. But you couldn't beat him in a general election. Well, we kind of did. Well, you did and you didn't. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. You know, Uh, for whatever reason, there's a lot of different reasons and there's a lot of blame to be laid on both sides of the aisle. Okay. It didn't happen. Well, we can certainly talk about that. But we get another opportunity in November of next year. We have another opportunity to, to fix our mistake. Right? Sure. So what is this rush to try to fix it ahead of time? Because uh, the behavior of I'm this speaking as a centrist right the, now. The behavior of the president, yes, is heinous. Absolutely, on a personal level. Absolutely, he's a disgusting individual. But is this is this what he you, is also doing actual crimes? Look, but this the I mean, but look, 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 look. Do we want to go through this? We're setting ourselves up to go through this every time. You see what I'm saying? Like, like as soon as he gets replaced in November, they're already going to be looking for impeachment articles on the on the Democrat. That's going to be that. That's absolutely correct. Do in we fact, really want to go through this every single time now? In fact, um, there's uh, some evidence that we got um, Gorsuch right because of Bjork. Bjork. Um, Bork. Bork. Right. Not Bjork. I wish. Wouldn't Bjork on the Supreme Court. Wouldn't it be great if Bjork was just somehow got in there somehow? I think she'd do fine, too. Like, she moves to, like, somewhere in Massachusetts and runs, like, Latham or something, and runs and gets in, gets in somehow. Bjork, U.S. Senator Bjork. Yeah, love it. Remember when she attacked that reporter? She's from Iceland, and, and they're cool in Iceland. They're pretty cool in Iceland. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they put all their bankers in jail. So this is, this, this, this is basically a, uh, we're doing this symbolically, in a way. No, I, I, I. I think that's the wrong way to characterize it. But it can't you, succeed. So what what do you have besides this, the, the, the symbolism of it? Impeachment isn't just symbolism. It's right. it's and it's it shouldn't be a party, but yeah. it always is. Well it is, and that's what will stop it from going. That's all the what way happened through. with Andrew Johnson. It was you know, one party against the other party. Right. It always is that. Right. So 
I don't see how you get around that. Uh, it should be on the merits. Did this president do his high crimes and dis- misdemeanors? You know, whatever right. that is. Right. Which, you know, they left that kind of vague, don't you think? Well, you know. High crimes and dis- misdemeanors. We're in a mess here. I-, I thought a misdemeanor was a pretty minor thing. Um. Yeah, I think so, right? Yeah. I, I think, though, uh, there's an there's an you know the English common law precedent uh, on this and the phrase high crimes and misdemeanors goes back to the 1600s and so you know probably has a very specific meaning um, that we are not really aware of I don't right like now. it if the president's a criminal I don't like that okay but here's the other thing I kind of don't give a shit also at the same time in terms of like I got a million things I'm worried about in my own life right now right. I got tons of things happening right now and I, I'm I'm just getting worn out okay. with the argument I'm worn out with it so if the president gets a blowjob I kind of want that to happen like the guy that's got his finger on the button I kind of want him to get whatever kind of relief he wants you know I however see. I don't want the president getting away with putting children in cages where they're dying. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. But we but we don't feel the same fervence with uh, sanctions that kill children. Do you know what I mean? Well, I mean, you we, know what I mean? Maybe we should. Maybe we should, but we sure as hell didn't during the, the, the interim between Desert Storm or Gulf War One and Desert Storm where our sanctions killed a million Iraqi children. Well, uh, no, because... I didn't hear two words about that from anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it's outside our borders and not on our television or social media feeds, okay, now we have no idea. We're going to the militaristic now agenda I'm getting angry. of the United States. And it isn't the United States because I think most people, if, you know, given, given an absolute choice, most people would not want us in the Middle East at all, our military at all in the Middle East. He's not a politician. Trump's not a politician. He's not a career politician. He's, no, no, he's not. And he I'm doesn't just, understand how any I, of this works. Well, I'm just going to jump out here, too, and and say uh, he doesn't know what he's doing. No, he doesn't. But people running him and people are running him do. And, this and, has become such a wedge issue now. God damn it. I didn't want to have to go through this again with the, with the impeachment thing. I mean, really, this is not... Do you remember how bad? I remember how bad it was. So, well, that's the deal. There's a level of behavior that if you if you don't stand up and say, we're going to impeach you over this, then it becomes more likely that it will happen again the, in the I future. I understand theoretically that, but who are we speaking to? The future. But I'm saying who? who right Our now, children. the country is firmly divided into three groups of people. Oh, okay. okay. I know the two. Devout left wing. Militant right wing and people that don't care. So, uh, well, I, I think there's or some they people don't care in the middle. enough to. to uh, there's, there's some people in the middle that care, and, and I think, I, I think they are moderately political bankers. For instance, uh, what do you say to a Republican rank and file Republican person that says to you, "This is a witch hunt. They're they're they are going after this man in any way that they can." There's They've nothing. hamstrung him as a as a president. So if you if you already don't think he's a disgusting individual, and there's because there's so much 
in right. the disgusting individual category on this guy. Well, maybe they do. From maybe grab they, him by the pussy. Hey, maybe, to, hey, maybe they do. Maybe they don't. But but they could they could think that he's not a good person. Do you know what I mean? Like he made mistakes, but this is still too much. You know what I mean? Okay, so what do you say to that person? What do you say to that person? I mean, we got to reach across the aisle to these. You know what I mean? We got to get together. You know, well, the, the partisanship that, thing is not working. That's what I say. If you allow this behavior to go unchecked right. without comment, then it it becomes part of the presidency. Okay. Well, this is the future is television stars becoming presidents, you know. Our our iconic celebrities are going to be making those moves. So I feel this is the beginning. I feel that the, okay, so there's been there's been this political divide in in our history before okay uh at one point it it resulted in the civil war sure (laughs) so but i remember in the late 80s early 90s being able to have a conversation with a person that was right wing and there was no problem right i mean we were disagreeing we were we were in opposition we might be in a hundred year political divide i see well that's not good right that's not good um and there was a similar political divide in you know the 1790s, okay. first decade of the of the Constitution, and uh, it uh, it got ugly. Right. It it did. Duels were fought. Well, we got a lot of guns. We got a lot of situations here. <laughs> yeah. Are you taking a commercial break or something? I don't. Two Republican governors. Say they support impeachment inquiry of Trump. Inquiry. Yeah. Right. Well, Window I mean, dressing. that's... Which is to say you you support the impeachment. Well, I mean, obviously, let, the inquiry is, let's see if we can come up and agree that these are actions worthy of okay. impeachment. Now, this could go on for a while, this discussion. This first part of the discussion. Right. Right. And then all of a sudden it's January. Okay. And now we're really going to do it. Are they doing this just to hamstring him for the campaign season? Is that the idea here? Keep him in Washington? No, I don't think so. I honestly don't think so. Keep him him on this subject? No, I don't think so. You know? I don't see that agenda at at all. Um, I'm just having trouble. I, I, uh, I get nervous when people make moral stands on things. You know what I mean? Because it's never the reason. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's never it's never pure. Right, though there's a political underpinning. That's what I'm saying. Um, I mean, you know, let's get this guy because he's the opponent. Let's get him because we can't figure out a candidate to beat him. And that feels that way a little bit too. What, Democrats? Who's the candidate now? The people are dropping out like flies. Well I the, mean who's left? The top four all poll beating him by several points. I know, but we, we know about polls and okay, Trump no, votes. Yeah, and they always say that. You know? they, they always say that. And they did get the metrics wrong in uh, in in 2016. They got the metrics wrong because people wouldn't admit they were voting for him. And I don't think that well, problem is going that. away. I don't know. Maybe, you know? maybe, maybe. Uh, I, I think uh, there were demographics. Um, well, all right. So Gallup comes along in the 50s right. and figures out a way to to really pull and and get a, an accurate result. Sure. And and I think over the years they have to fine tune that. 
And I think they really missed it uh, in 2016. I think they realize that. Right. I think they're polling better now. Well, uh, I still think, okay, yeah. I, I think they're still missing. Uh, I, they don't poll young people well, though. I think it was telling in 2016. They went to some union bars in uh, Michigan, uh, NBC, I think. <laughs> Pulled in there. Well, they were just talking to people, you know, because unions, unions in the modern era vote Democrat, okay, exclusively, okay, pro-union versus sure. union sure. busting. Sure. The guy was talking to the bartender. What, what's the feeling here? Okay, the feeling is most people are saying they're going to vote for Hillary Clinton, but I'm getting quite a few leaners and the guy said what does that mean and he said guys that say they're voting for hillary then they lean in and they say i'm thinking about voting for trump uh-huh. these were union sure. guys sure when you lose union votes there's a disconnect there there's a problem yeah because union guys they stick together they vote the same they so right, so how are the unions being pulled right now? I'm, you know, I'm I, telling you, there's there's some dissatisfaction with the Democratic Party that is not it. It's like an emperor's new clothes thing. I think they they will not acknowledge it, but it's happening. So I hear lots of news from farmers and unions right. that realize, wait a minute, this has not worked out for us. No, it definitely hasn't. Yeah, no, 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 definitely right. Yeah, and so I think I think that's going to inform 2020. I hope so. And it, it should the deal with Obamacare, the stripping that he did of Obamacare. Right. OK, that has affected people. I've talked to people who are on the programs and it's worse. It's worse now than it was two years ago. Right. OK. How how are they going to vote against their own self-interest? Right. Seems obvious that they would just weren't right. Well, one. Yeah, they did before. They but did before. However, you know, they've got the hand in front of their face now. This is what this is the way that worked out. How, you know, I I hope, I hope so. So and I and I think once again, uh, there's there's the hardcore that just refuse, and because I know those people too. Uh, the problem is th- there's no John F. Kennedy across the aisle. There's no nobody's inspiring anymore. You know what I mean? Yes, Bernie. Yes, Bernie. I, I get okay. you. I get you. Why you say he's not? I'm saying I wish I had. He's a front not the runner. charismatic. He's not that charismatic. I need a front runner that I know can beat Donald Trump for me to get excited, and I, I don't see that. Okay, so side. I have no, no qualms. Very few qualms. About- you think Joe Biden can go toe to toe debating Trump and come out ahead on that? Uh, that's that's my biggest question. It's real close. I'm saying that's closer than I'd like it. Like that's to have my it. biggest question because he's so wrong. And I know Bernie can wipe the floor with him. Yes, but will he even get the opportunity? Yeah, right. Super delegates. I, in, in fact, I see Bernie as being the best chance. Absolutely. Uh, if he gets a chance, Warren. I don't think so. I, I really think she it's pulls too clo- better than Trump. I think it's too close a foot race on all of these guys. Harris pulls better than Trump. And and I mean better. They're I mean in a in a in a face off between Trump and each of these people, uh the top four Democrats all beat him. And I think ticket for ticket, if you had Bernie Sanders as a vice president on any of the tickets, that would be enough. You see what I'm saying? You have to give people an opportunity to vote for Bernie Sanders well, in a general president? election. I don't care. 
if you're a de- if you're a Democrat, if you are if you are the party intelligentsia, this is what you should be trying to figure out: how to get Bernie Sanders on a ticket, because people will vote for him. So he's a winner. He's a winner. We have to talk about the office of the vice presidency. Let's talk about it and how that can be redefined with Bernie Sanders in there. Okay, that doesn't and, have and to does, be a figurehead. It does position. get it does get redefined. Oh. Uh, the first vice president, which was John Adams under Washington's uh, you know first administration. Um, so in the Constitution, the vice president is president of the Senate. Okay. Um, so he goes down to the Senate. Um, you know, first day of Congress, brand new government, first meeting of the constitutional government. And so he's trying to take parts in debates. Well, people don't really like John Adams all that much. Okay. He's a bit of a curmudgeon. Yeah, curmudgeonly. Yeah. So the senators are going, you're a parliamentarian. Uh, you vote in a, in a tie, but you don't take part in debates in the Senate. Okay. You're not a member of the Senate. Ah. Which is what they told him. Just the president of the Senate. So (laughs) John Adams gets a little upset by that, but whatever. He finally decides that the and and this is a a paraphrase, but it he said the vice presidency was the most useless office ever devised in the history of governments. Okay. So (laughs) not a glowing, uh, not a glowing right. So uh, yeah. Let's see, it was uh, Jefferson, John Adams, when he becomes president, Jefferson is his vice president. Jefferson quits. Quits the vice presidency. I'm not Uh, wasting my time with this. Yeah, well, and they were different political parties, and so they didn't Mm. get along anyway. I see. So they decided, okay, yeah, the the vice president has to be a team with the president. So let's do that. We'll make it a ticket. There we go. And that was, uh, they did that in uh, 1803 or something. I say like add that. a third guy. Yeah. Assistant vice president. A triumvirate. A triumvirate of political demagoguery. Okay, well, this is a, that's a whole nother, that's okay. a whole nother thing. Now, the way the vice president has been used, particularly in recent years, is the president will assign the vice president tasks. Yes. Go to Guam. Yeah. Right. So, which is... And more or less, that kind of uh, gives the vice president something to do. Sure. Some political importance. and right. Keep them out of the same city is the main thing. <laughs> right. right. Continuity of government considerations. Something like that. Right. So, which is what's kind of interesting with uh, and why I like a Sanders-Warren ticket. Okay. But super delegates. <laughs> I know. Um, super delegates. I really start. I'm starting to hate this quasi democracy that we have going on. <laughs> you know, it's it's like faux democracy. Yeah, right. You know? I did. We we talked about super delegates, right? Yeah, super delegates are great. Right. Yeah. I mean, the hey, what do you people want? Ah, fuck. We that. don't care. We'll do whatever we want to do. Yeah. No, the the rank and file, forget about. Hey, it. what'd you guys vote? Oh, great! Who cares? And and the, and this is this century too. Super delegates. I mean, it's recent origin. Not the last 
40 years I they come in at. This is this sounds like a throwback to uh I never even yeah, I never even knew they existed until I was watching the primaries yes. and it's like, "Oh, Sanders is wiping the floor with her and here come the superdelegate votes yes. and Hillary's the nominee." Yeah. I'm like democracy. So if <laughs> here's some the, the Republican Party, the authoritarian, the authoritarian party, evil party, doesn't have super. They don't have super delegates. Right. As a matter of fact, if they did, Jeb Bush would have been probably. <laughs> 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 We'd have President right? Jeb Bush right yeah. now. Well, Hillary would have wiped the floor with him. Let me, let me ask you a question. Do you think <laughs> how bad she wouldn't have been this like this? You know what I mean? She would have been an able president. She That's what I'm saying. She would have been, you know, she corporate as hell. Like, we got to know we jacked this up a little. Like, it, people, I mean, even even Republicans have got to know. Like, this is embarrassing a little bit. Apparently not. Well, I mean, in their heart of hearts. I mean. Apparently, apparently not. Apparently not. God almighty. And then I'm in a situation. How do I approach this person and not knock 30 IQ points off? How do I approach them? Do you understand? Like, just over one opinion, over one opinion. Like, I know people have hundreds of different things that they differ on. And I, I like having too much garlic on shit. Nobody, nobody's ha- into that. I have people that I love who are Trump supporters. That I have in my own family. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. And you know, I don't think I don't think they're idiots. I, I, but, <laughs> you know, but, comma, how do you know? Colon. Because it really is difficult. How how you you say, grab him by the pussy. That's just locker room talk. That's locker room. That boys will be boys. Lock them. Lock the kids up. I mean, you know, and uh, they've got to do it. They've got to do that. You know. And I know that these are good people. Twenty eight billion in farm subsidies <laughs> on a trade war he started. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? The the total bailout for the banks and the auto was 14 billion. So this is interesting. I you have to wonder cuz I know the oligarchy is running him so called. Uh the people I wish they'd run me. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I could use I think I think Trump inserts himself into policy making uh in a way that doesn't always work out. In their interests, the oligarchy I'm talking right. about. I, you know, I think he's a bit, I think he's a handful for them. Yeah, yeah. And in a weird way, you know what I mean? Like, he's not so aggressive, he, but he, he does have his own agenda. Uh, okay, you know. impeachment. Nixon. Right. So, as the evidence mounts up, uh, up for this break-in that, Nixon ordered right uh which is i mean second rate burglary you don't want to do that right and you don't want to write the check you know uh, from a second the, from rate the burglary yeah so uh as the pressure mounts up um and Nixon well it was all over when he said i'm i'm not a crook i'm not a crook i mean it was over in days yeah. after that yeah, yeah. Yes, you are. <laughs> if you have to say it, you know. Right. So, so the oligarchy, though, and I keep calling it that because I think that's exactly what it is. It's right. it's the few businessmen that are actually calling the shots. Yes. Um. They were behind him. They're behind him. 
they're behind them mm-hmm. until they weren't. And then when they weren't, it was over. It was over. Immediately. Immediately. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was, that was it. So are we on that street now with him? Or that's the question. I think we might be, though. And it's certainly, well, let's put it this way. As soon as the oligarchy thinks that he's not serving their agenda, right. that's when it'll happen. Right. And I think that's a, I think it's a very possible scenario. Hmm. And what are we left with at the end? The nation's fractured already. How is this going to play out? How will, it, how will how the nation heal? Out? How do we heal off of this? Like you said, it's not going to happen next well, cycle. You know, People will get tired. I think people are tired. There will be scars. I'm pretty scarred. That will ca- carry forward. I'll get back to you on so that. So some of that will not go away. Right. But I think, I think the weariness. Yes. Uh, and it might be a new generation, too. It might be people just getting old. Young people coming in. Look, the young people. Young people are great, and uh, they seem to be pretty smart. So I like it. Um, and I think older people are dying, so there's that. Okay, so, um, and Republican governance has been different uh, within the course of my lifetime, and it 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 started with Reagan, neocons. Uh, right, they're just so offensive to a large segment of the population. Uh, maybe not large enough, but certainly a large segment of the population larger. has been absolutely disgusted. By the venal, greedy, mm. power mongering Republican Party. And they've been getting worse. Right. So now we've got a generation coming along who's seeing this, and they're being very plain spoken about how disgusted they are with modern politics. And they want to do something about it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there was a similar thing happening in the 60s, but nothing like what's – I mean, because the Republican Party in the 60s – you listen to some of the Republican, Republican Party pronouncements in, in the 50s and 60s. They sound like Democrats. Yeah, they do. And if you read uh, some of Kennedy's old speeches, he sounds like a Republican. Absolutely. <laughs> it's crazy. Absolutely. It's so, really weird. I, I remember uh, – let's see. In the It was in the 60s uh, – it might have been Goldwater's campaign. Perry Goldwater. <laughs> Love it. Uh, get a dime's worth of difference between the Republicans and the Democrats. Because, indeed, there wasn't probably a dime's worth of difference between the two parties. They were oligarchic parties. Right. And, you know, and they still are. I think they still are. I think there's a, a window dressing part of the thing now. And those are different. You know what I mean? The The, the display windows for each party are different. But on the back end, I think it's the same store. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't get I can't get far enough back to look all the way around to see if it's one building or not. But it seems like it's a mall. Both parties are what's good for General Motors is good for the America. absolutely yeah. Raytheon. You name it. You know. You said Raytheon. I did say Raytheon. <laughs> Damn it! My favorite. Well, there it is. <laughs> I think Raytheon keeps a list. You know, like if you say their name five times, then you get in trouble. You know? No, we have no audience, so it's okay. We can say whatever we want right now. You know, 
And then later when I run for office, I'll have this shit thrown in my face. Well, this you know? this this will be on the podcast, though. So Did you call Barry Goldwater a moron in <laughs> 2009? No, I didn't. Well, is this your voice? Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Well, yeah, I did. Yeah, right. No, I love Barry Goldwater. Um, I'm from Arizona originally. Oh, we don't, we don't have oh, a choice. Oh, that's right. That's right. We don't have a choice. We have to love Barry Goldwater. Is that right? Gold, Barry Goldwater, the Grand Canyon, and saguaro cactuses. That's it. it there's no choice. Uh, you know what beat Barry Goldwater, though? What's that? A 30-second video of an atomic bomb. Huh. Well, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> that's, no, that, no, take us through this. That's well. That that was the kind of a famous uh, uh, political ad, uh, Johnson political ad. Like if you elect Barry Goldwater, we're going to have a nuclear war. Yeah, that was the idea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, he was an Armageddonist, I think. So, but then again, so was Reagan. So yeah, I mean, there's a kid pulling flower petals off of flowers, and then the, a bomb goes off in the background. Jeez, Louise! Right? What an ad! Right? Yeah. Wow. It totally worked. Yeah, you don't get too many nuclear bombs in in political ads anymore, right? No, right. They kind of people have went away from that. Um, uh, maybe we should. I, I don't know. Why not? Bring, <laughs> bring the fear up a notch. Uh, because I, I don't think it would work. Uh, you know, the Republicans think that uh, uh, that Obama gave away the store with the uh, Iranians. Sure, gave him money and and right. and and signed a deal with. So, well, the reality there was uh, he actually got uh, an agreement from the uh, Iranians. And this is something that, you know, there's only so many places that they can enrich you know, plutonium. And so we know that they were, uh, you know, agree or they were, you know, abiding by the agreement. Okay. I'm an idiot. OK. And here's what I'm afraid of. Sharks. You know what I mean? Here's okay. what I'm not afraid of. Iran. Right. Uh, I can't even picture that fear. You know what I mean? I don't. Well, that was me in, on March 19th in 2003 right. and Iraq. I, there's yeah. an th- imminent threat here? Like really? They, like, as Colin Powell said, they can't even project military power against their neighbors. <laughs> right. Yeah. So what are we doing? Yeah. Right. I am not afraid of her. And every time they say Iran, it reminds me that, that it's a scam. The whole thing's a scam. It reminds me. Right. And I. Like, I, oh, I, yeah, it's propaganda. That's right. Which is kind of interesting. Trump seems to be the one of the uh, the foot draggers on, you know, going to Iraq, yeah. invading Iraq. I mean, Iran. Yeah. He seems to be one of the foot draggers. So th- praise Jesus for that. I think he just doesn't want to deal with any questions about it. He's thinking like on the back end, like what if what if it doesn't go right? Like he. He actually cares about public opinion. He that's a that's a thing though. You know what I mean? He's not a king. He's obsessed know? with public He's opinion. He's obsessed. He, the emperor, what is the emperor wearing? I mean, you know what I mean? It's yeah. not there's no blind spot. He has his finger on the pulse of the American people as opposed to his elbow that Reagan had. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So and obviously now we're seeing that there's you can take that a little too far sometimes too, I think. But I I don't know. I I I could see him endearing himself to some people because of that that he cares about their opinion i don't know i no i i i, I, I think i, I think am trying right. to understand the psychology of right this. i think you're you're right he he wants to be loved and he's afraid of and the mistake we made is is saying that people that support him are idiots okay that is not 
research. It's not introspection. It doesn't help the conversation. In fact, it stops the exploration. And I and I right, and I think you're. I, I want to understand. I think it's not entirely accurate either. I want to understand. Say that I, I, Anybody who thinks that they can achieve their own agenda by using Trump isn't necessarily stupid. No, no, no. That's the mistake I think we've made, and it started during Obama's presidency. It got really bad during Obama's presidency. Obama? Yeah, Obama. More like no Obama. Am I right, <laughs> folks? No. Um, we we stopped we stopped trying to have a, the discussion, and we just started name calling. Yeah, I mean that's that's point. the weird part. One of the most decent people ever to inhabit the White House. Well, let's not get into it. <laughs> I, I mean, really? <clears throat> Drone bombings. <laughs> look, we're not going to. Okay, okay. We're not gonna, look, there's a lot. It's a mixed bag. Everything's a mixed bag. S- there's certainly that. It was uplifting having him in office. I'll say that. But a decent, a decent family man, a decent, uh, a decent human being, yep. inspiring speaker, uh, you know, all of that. No blowjobs, <laughs> you know, none, from interns none, that we know of. Uh, none. And yet- there are there's a body of people and yes. they're about the same body that thinks Trump is is all that. Right. Uh, that Obama was this evil guy. Yes. Well, and and the thing the same thing with uh, with Hillary and right. the Clintons. The Clinton, the murdering Clintons. The murdering Clintons. Yes. You know, absolute nonsense. There's just you know, Pizzagate. Pizzagate. Right. So, right, yeah, this is the environment we're in. It's a tough environment. This is the the landscape we're walking around in. So it's easy for someone, I think, to check out and say, I don't give a shit about this. I'm tired of this. I don't want to watch this anymore. I don't want to take part in this. I don't want to take part in it anymore. Figure it out, you guys. I got to go to work. Yeah, well. And I don't want to talk about politics. It shows no... But what are people supposed to do? Sit around and be stressed out and depressed about this? I mean, it's stressful. If you watch the coverage, it's stressful. It doesn't look like it's receding. Look at Facebook. I try not to. Right? And maybe some people have reduced their time on on Facebook. But it, you know, and I think some people have backed up. Um, I'm not seeing the same names. But some of the names have doubled down. I've noticed in general conversation in public with people, people are not discussing politics anymore. Okay. I've noticed I've noticed this. It's not it's 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 becoming a taboo subject. Like what's the point? Well, of it used to be. Remember? Politics and religion. Yeah. But you, that was for business. You weren't supposed to discuss politics and religion in business. That Our, was the rule. At cocktail parties, you were. But not we supposed. can we can discuss. I you know I remember having you know fruitful discussions back in the day. You know, you could talk politics a little bit, maybe some religion. I don't know. Well, I certainly you know? remember it. As a matter of fact, you know, I'm that came up in the '60s, and you did. I'm pop- surprised you remember any of that. You did well. You did talk politics though, just not in a business setting. You're, you're sitting there doing a business deal with somebody. You don't start talking about religion or politics. Maybe. You don't want to mess the deal up. I because I was probably never in a business conversation. Well, I, so. you know, blah blah blah. I worship Satan. Da da da. Oh, oh no, I don't want to do business with some Satan worshiper. And then you lost the deal. It's right. over. Right. So, so you avoid it. Right. Now I'm noticing people are avoiding it at a coffee shop or hanging out with it. It's like 
we don't let's stay away from that subject. I'm noticing the same thing. So it's like in this moment of absolute importance, we are being programmed, it seems, to avoid this because it's going to be a fight. Is this a conspiracy theory? <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Is this is this programmed to work out this way? Uh, Time will Is there tell. something to that? Time will tell. Do I care? You you actually do? Do I care? Do you, I care? Yeah, you do. I care. You do, because I you're care. talking about it right now. I'm talking about it, but, you know. But this is, we're on a forum, too. So. We're forming it up here. I mean, this is <laughs> For, a, Foruming. You know, this is, there's for, nothing spontaneous <laughs> about what's happening here. That's right. We you had know? to come down here. And, we had to come all the way down here. Right. And get in front of these mics. Excuse me, I had to wait for you. And then we came down here. That's what happened. Well, right. I was ready to go earlier. Well, one. I don't par- want to get into the it. parking. The parking situation is only gets better if, if if you wait a little bit into the into the late morning. The city of San Diego has a problem with parking in this area. Is there a city of size that doesn't have a uh, a parking? Not problem? my problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried about my community, sir. Uh, okay, let's talking about community. Talking about community and community standards. I'm so I'm just I'm I'm exhausted with it. Oh, I just want the election to be over. Put him in jail or don't. Uh, here, here's an interesting headline: NRA was a foreign asset to Russia ahead of 2016. New Senate report reveals the NRA. Yeah, National Rifle. You know where where are. Where's the NRA in all this? I don't. <laughs> right. I mean, why aren't they speaking up? Uh, I think they've made a political calculation that it's it's probably a better idea to stay out of the public eye at this particular point. Gun owners, can I insult part of our audience? Do we have an audience? Yeah. Is this an exercise in futility? Pretend we're not on the radio right now. Is this an exercise in futility? What we're doing right now? We've got a a. If we can improve uh-huh. the life of just one person, it will have all been worthwhile. It looks like it is going to be just one person. Oh, we've got a hundred. A hundred persons. <laughs> Folks, if you are listening to the show and you're not telling your friend, don't tell my friends about it, but if you're not telling your friends about it, I don't know what you're listening for. They're going to kick us off the air. Tell them, James. Uh, Tell your friends about the show. No, they're not going to kick us off. They will. I got it. I got it knocked. Oh my god, you got it knocked. You got it knocked, folks. We're in the home stretch on this show right now. (laughs) (laughs) I got to be on. You're not doing enough. We are here doing it. We are here fulfilling our end of the bargain, which is top quality premium radio for free. You need to do something for us, also. Tell them, James. I don't know why they're listening. I mean, we're just a couple of guys. Nah, take it the other way. Tell, <laughs> uh, you're supposed to be telling them why why they need to tell their friends about it. Not not why? wondering why they're listening. Why would anybody want to listen to us? We're, oh, we're just you're a not of, helping. <laughs> we're just a couple of guys. We what do we know? That's the pitch. Tell your friends about a couple of guys. That's right. We're just a couple of guys that are looking at the world and wondering what, what the, the hell? hell's happening. Right? Yeah. And if you, yeah, I'm sure there's people that can relate. Come on, and you must know one or two of twelve, <laughs> one or twelve of them. Maybe that should be the name of the show. Just a couple of guys. Just a couple of guys. Folks, if you have ideas for show names, write them in. We're changing the name of the show. It, it should be. It should be. You went there. 
I went there. You went there. I went there. I we're not changing the name of the show. Now we're not changing the name of the show. Now we're having an argument about changing <laughs> the name of the show. Fascist. Write in. Write in. Let us know what you think. Um, okay. Well, yeah, we consider, we'll consider anything. All you fascists, for now, at gmail.com. But forget about that, just a couple of guys. It's not going to be that. Forget just a couple of guys. It's not. We are a couple of guys, but it's not that. Right. You know, for it now. makes us sound like plumbers. Nothing against plumbers, of course. Now you insulted plumbers. I did so, not. So far, apologies to French people, plumbers, the <laughs> Trump administration. No apology to the Trump administration. I, I'll draw the line there. Can you just respect the office? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Just respect the office a little bit. Uh-huh. I just want us to stop fighting. And not us. I like it when we fight. But I'm talking about the general public. Okay? It's time to love each other, folks. You know? I didn't want to waste a bunch of time on this today. I wanted to talk about puppies. Or camping. You know. Or anything else. Honestly? I think you're onto something there. Let's switch it up right now. The love. Oh, the love. Love, folks. It's the only thing that ever worked. We're we're honestly we're not all that different in what we want and what we you know what makes us happy. We're the same people when it comes down to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just love each other. <laughs> Why do you gotta laugh? Who cares? Who no. cares if your neighbor, you know, is into some weird stuff? What difference does it make? It's easy to be cynic, cynical when you you know talk about love, but really, yeah. That's just air on the side of love. It's not complicated. Kindness. You know, I, I'm, I'm serious. about. What did things. Jesus say? What would Jesus do? What would Jesus do in this situation? He'd love. Right. You know, you say you're a Christian. Well, prove it. Uh, so Christianity doesn't have a great record on. We don't need to throw Christianity under the bus. <laughs> and I'm not apologizing. Apologies to French people, the Trump administration, and Christians. You apologize. I, I, I. That's one half of an apology from all you fascists. Are we, are we, this is it, we're wrapping it up? Is it over? Is it over? Folks? It, it, did it happen? Um, we're not done with this. Just to let you know, you think you're going to tune in next week and we're not talking Trump and we're not talking impeachment? You got no idea what's coming. Get ready for the next six months of your life, folks. That's it. Impeachment radio. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, you can't hear the music, can you? I can hear it a little bit. Okay, good. In my heart. <laughs> your heart. I had fun today. I did too. Yeah. What did we learn? We learned that Frenchie is a bad term that you can't use anymore. And Did that, we? Yes, and that the replacement for that, frog, is even worse. Worse, okay. So neither of those. Okay. We learned that uh, Nixon was okay until the octopus said no, <laughs> and then he wasn't. And then it was, yeah. Uh, All hail the mighty octopus. Apparently. Are we going to do the little sign-off? Thank you, David. Thank you, James.